Hi, it's Philippa here. Just before you get to the episode, I just wanted to tell you about something really exciting that's happening in October that Robbie and I are taking part in. And I'm talking about the HSP Awakening Summit. It's virtual, so it's online. It's totally free. It's been organised by the wonderful Jen Corcoran and Josh Baranio. And it's all about raising awareness for us HSPs and also for non-HSPs so that everyone can recognise that sensitivity is not a weakness. It's different, that's all. 30% of the population are thought to be highly sensitive. Equally 50% men, 50% women. That's 2 billion people. 2 billion people, folks. There's a lot of us. And I think a lot of HSPs just don't know that they are highly sensitive, which is why Jen and Josh have put together the HSP Awakening Virtual Summit. And Robbie and I are both taking part and we are really excited to share this with you. So what is it about? There are 25 talks, I think, five each day over the 2nd to the 6th of October. And by the end of the event, HSPs and also non-HSPs will discover the many benefits of embracing the gifts that come with being a highly sensitive person. And some of the speakers actually refer to that as high sensory person. It's the same thing. The days are split into themes, learn, grow, sell, lead and thrive. It's just so exciting. There are so many phenomenal speakers. I've had the great pleasure of connecting with them all over the last couple of months. It really is going to be brilliant. And um, I want you to know about this. I want you to know it's free. Um, You can sign up now. You can have your name put on a waiting list now so that when the summit goes live, you'll be told, you'll be informed and you can book which talks you want to listen to. All of them, if you want to, they will be available for a week afterwards. So you don't have to watch them on the day. You will get a recording and they will be available for a week. So please, if you're interested, if you know anybody who might be interested, please sign up and give our speakers all some love on the week of the summit. I will put the link to sign up in advance in the show notes. It's a bit complicated for me to actually read it out, so I will put it in the show notes. And if you're listening to this nearer the time, you can Google the HSP Awakening Summit. And um, I've tried that. It does come up, and you can book what talks you want to um, listen to um, at that time. But also, please go to the link and sign up in advance so that you don't miss a thing. Okay, that's it for now. And on with the episode. Hi, and welcome back to the HSP Connection. I'm Robbie Lee. And today I'm here with a very special guest. She's helped me tremendously on my own self-employment journey. She's full of wisdom, knowledge, insight, and packages that all up with kindness and compassion. I consider her a mentor and a friend, and I'm thrilled to welcome to the podcast today, Val Nelson. Val, welcome. Robbie, it's so nice to be on the show with you, and I'm thrilled that you're doing a podcast because you have so much to offer, and I love that people are getting to hear your voice, so thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. I truly am excited to have you here. And I'd love for you to kind of let people know a little bit more about who you are and what you do in the world. Yeah, thank you. Um, So I call myself a career and business coach for highly sensitive people and introverts. And often my clients are sensitive, introverted women. (laughs) That's the most common. Um, And they are, (laughs) they're wanting a life and livelihood that fits who they are instead of trying to put themselves in a box. And that's just so draining. So I love helping people kind of reorient back to what's going to really work best for you and your work life. I really love helping people who are um, kind of open to a more uh, freedom lifestyle, like a self-employment kind of journey and getting creative with what they do because sometimes it's hard to find something that fits us in the regular employment world. It can be done. And I, and I do help with some of that, but um, I really love helping with the self-employment journey, both the transition into it or even deciding in the transition and making it better at any stage. I help people no matter how many years they've been in. There's a, usually something that can be better for their energy or for their sustainability or happiness. <laughs> yes. I mean, I resonate with what you're saying so much, as you know. I mean, I came to you for help and I'd already established my business, but I needed help. And like with my energy management and for crafting a business that actually works for me. And, you know, we get all these messages in society about what business should look like, how things should go. And what I loved in working with you is it wasn't about any of that. It was, you're just, you were so gifted at helping us tune into the things that work for us and making that okay you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something that this might be a high, high sensitivity talent <laughs> is that I'm really good. Yeah, I think it is. I'm, I'm really good at tuning in to people and what's going to work well for them, mm-hmm. but I also know the market and what tends to work. So then I can be a good matchmaker of, okay, what works that works for you. And then we can get you know, into that, like, oh, here's some options that I think are going to work well for you. Let's, let's look at those. So yeah, I I love doing that. Sometimes I even do that in one session. So I do these a la carte marketing consults where I sit down with someone and we just get clear on what's going to work for you so that you don't have to go to like every webinar and learn every method and be on every social media platform. It's ridiculous. You can't do that. It doesn't work for anybody's energy, honestly, but especially ours. We have to be really picky about what we do with our energy, but we can be very efficient and focus on what really builds on our strengths, including our high sensitivity superpowers. Yes. Yes. I love what you said about being a matchmaker. That's such a great visual for how you do it. Absolutely. You tune into what the strengths the person brings and you have such a knowledge about the marketplace. And you're able to tune into that as well. And yeah, you're you're just great at what you do. Oh, thank you. But I don't always know, you know, that particular person's audience. So I help them understand how to truly know your audience too. So I can help match make as a starting place, but then help you know how to really nail it. 
you know, and get that match really. A lot of people even struggle like, where is my, where do I best fit? What's my niche? You yeah. Know, so that's, that's something I help with too. It's like, okay, do we need to do anything about niche? Could it be even better? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you a tip about niche actually. Yes. A lot of times people think, oh, I guess I better choose a niche or a niche market or something. But actually you already have a niche. Niche just means uh, where you best fit. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a best fit place. The issue is discovering it <laughs> and being able to name it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I love that stuff. I love helping people see, yes, there is a place that fits for you where things flow best. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try to find that like, ah, oh, this is where the the river's flowing well. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. get in that river. <laughs> yes. I remember one thing you said to me too is, you can also choose because one of the things I would bump up against is it feels like we're making these big decisions as business owners, right? And it's like, oh my gosh, and it's gonna ooh, have such big impact. And it just, you know, as highly sensitive people, we can overthink things anyway. And I remember you were just like, just do it for now. We can do a niche for now, right? Like yeah. just like try it on. I was like, Oh, right. Yeah. And those, you know, those little, they're not little, those methods you have are just so helpful in getting the energy unstuck and back to flowing again. Mm. Oh, thank you for that reflection. Yeah. I think, I think I'm good at helping people like shrink things down (laughs) into the doable bite size and the for now, because that takes away the pressure. I, 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 you can add the word for now on almost anything, and it helps a lot. <laughs> it really does. It's for now. Marketing methods for now. My price is for now. Exactly. I'm going to try self-employment for now. For now. Yeah, <laughs> it's true, right? It's yeah. like, it's a key, it's a, it's a reminder to the brain. We're not signing on for life. Like, so if something bad happens, we're not stuck here, right? We're just trying it. Yeah. Just trying it. And oh my gosh, so much information comes from getting in there and trying it. Yes. Get, that, get your feet in the water. Yes, <laughs> you know? exactly. See what happens. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. you know, when I first started my business, I didn't know what prices to, to start with. And right. you know, at first I started with free just to try things. Mm-hmm. And then I was nervous to charge more, but I was ready. I wanted to start learning. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was doing some consulting. So I, someone just gave me some prices for that, but coaching, felt scarier and I didn't know how to like, is it like a month long thing, a three month, a six month, a one off or just blah, yes. you know? And um, so I just did like, I practiced charging. So mm-hmm. the next person was $15 a session just so I could practice receiving that money for, for serving. And then I could start to see the value. And so the next person I charged a more normal kind of price, but it was still not where I needed. Mm-hmm. And I went from there until each person I went up a little bit more. So it was gradual and I could sneak around the fear part of my brain. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's just a little thing. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but you know, I didn't know the answer to what do you charge? I had yeah. to figure it out by doing and pretty yes. much that's what I've done with everything. You know, figuring out by doing is, has been key for me too, because mm-hmm. my inclination was to try to figure out by thinking and feeling. <laughs> 
without the doing. And the thinking and feeling are helpful, (laughs) but not if that's all you're doing, right? It's (laughs) like somehow I thought I could get it all figured out before taking a step. Yes, and it be safe. Exactly. (laughs) And it just doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. It's so much easier actually to figure it out while doing. Like, because you get so much information in the doing. Yes. So you have to find safe enough to try. Yes. You're never going to get too safe, safe. Yeah. So, That's yeah. Beautiful. Uh, it's hard. But so, you know, when I say you just got to do, that's not the only thing you do. No. You know, having support. Yes. <laughs> right? Like someone holding your hand through that or helping you decide. And, you know, I had yeah. lots of help every step of the way. And the more I let it in, that's what really helped my business work the more I let it in. And I didn't always pay for that. I'm not saying you have to spend a lot. Sometimes it was barter. Sometimes it was a friend to talk to. Sometimes it was asking someone to refer business to me. It happens in all kinds of ways, letting in support. That's such a key because we can sometimes feel like we're out on an island or that we're supposed to figure it out on our own or that if we're having, you know, some of the things I would think is like if I, there's something wrong with me here, if I'm not figuring this out right, or if I'm failing, you know, my perfectionist voice would start kicking in and going, what's wrong with you? And it's in the reaching out for help and getting all those connections that helps get that energy going again. And just that like, oh yeah, it's the reminder of, oh, I'm not here by myself. I don't have to have it all figured out. That's why we have community. Yeah. Yeah. Community so good. So good. I'm so glad you're going to be hosting a community for HSPs. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) And we met because we were both in a community. We sure did. Yeah. We like community. (laughs) We do. It's super helpful. It's super helpful. Yeah. You know, you've worked with, I don't know how now, how many, but lots and lots of HSPs in, um, you know, in the entrepreneurial space and the self-employment space. And I'm wondering if you notice any patterns, of, you know, because lots of different people go into self-employment for different reasons, but I'm wondering if they're, what do you, what do you notice about HSPs and self-employment? What are you seeing? Mm-hmm. Great question. Oh, I love patterns and stuff. I know you hey, do. That's another HSP strength. Isn't <laughs> that's it? right. Noticing that's right. Patterns. Yeah. Big picture. So yeah, um, I majored in sociology, by the way. So we love to look at the big, <laughs> like perfect picture. What's happening? So that's yep. part of what I bring. That mindset. Um, I. So a couple of things come to mind. One is that. Uh, HSPs tend to crave the freedom of self-employment, which it is, the freedom is wonderful, (laughs) especially after some hard employment experiences. Yes. Um, Trying to smush myself into doing it someone else's way and all that. So we crave a break from that, whether we know it or not. There's like a burnout that's like a brewing craving of something else. And yet there's this voice that goes, yeah, but, you know, that's too hard. That's for other people. I definitely had that. That's for other people, you know, extroverts and people who don't get, don't worry so much, <laughs> overthink so much or more risk taker. Yeah. 
types. You know, I had all these thoughts about the type of person that could do it. And you'd have to be out there networking and I hated all that and stuff. So the craving and the, but I can't kind of voice that tends to be pretty common for high, highly sensitive people and introverts is something they have in common. Now I happen to be both. So mm-hmm. all I knew is that <laughs> I need freedom. Ah, scary. But what's so funny and sad is that that same thing we think we're bad at is actually something we have superpowers for. So we're, as a highly sensitive person, one of your top strengths is empathy. Unfortunately, we tend to um, push it down because it feels hard sometimes. So we haven't often we need to like reconnect with it and the joy and the power of it. And it's actually one of the most important strengths you need for business and marketing. Marketing is just applied empathy. (laughs) It's about tuning into your people. What do they need? Let me offer something that they need. Let me describe it in a way that they will understand. That is all empathy based. If you can apply your empathy to those things, you're going to be awesome in business now there's other things to figure out but look at that number one we got it in spades and you 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 threw out the big m word marketing which was for a lot of us so scary it was for me too it's like oh gosh because there's so many examples of yucky marketing out there it's just like, I don't want to have anything to do with that. And it seems like it's going to take more of me than I have. And yet you're saying here, well, one of my innate superpowers, empathy, is the thing that's going to help me be a great marketer. Like that's exactly. incredible. Yeah. I yeah. know. Like if people remember one thing that I say, it's this, this, this thing you think you're bad at is actually something that you have superpowers for. And it's a matter of just consciously remembering to tap that direction yes. to make it easier. Now, it still takes some time to, okay, what does that mean? What does it look like? What does it mean for me and my audience and the time it takes to get clear on your people and all that? Those are steps to take. But when you're applying your strengths, it all gets way easier. And you don't have to do it somebody else's way. You don't have to like be on social media all the time. You don't have to um, do networking somebody else's way. Now, some social media can help in certain ways. There are introvert friendly and HSP friendly ways to do it. Um, I'm not actually on social media a whole lot, so I don't think it's a necessity myself. Um, there's other ways. Um, getting found in Google, being findable in Google is also an empathy thing. And that's something that I focus on. I think about what are people needing and when they need someone like what I offer, what are they thinking? What are they needing? What might they type into Google when they're really needing help? Wow. Yeah. So I'm literally putting myself in their shoes and then I'm learning how do I make sure that Google knows that my website should be one of the answers when they type that in. Perfect. Brilliant. So that is empathy right there. But I, I do want to talk about the other thing I believe. Yeah. Other things I believe highly sensitive people are really good at. This is a pattern. So I like to say there's, I like to highlight these three superpowers that highly sensitive people have for self-employment. One is the empathy that I already mentioned. Another one is 
we believe in good quality services. So we're going to give good quality. You know, it's going to be, you know, we're at risk of perfectionism, right? Of being paralyzed by that, but brought into a <laughs> brought into a medium range, it can look like really high quality service and attentive yes. and taking care. And so that will speak for itself and lead to referrals. So that's another one. That deep caring means deep high quality services. So it's another superpower we have. And a third one is we're really good at reading our own bodies if we will remember to listen because we've learned to tune it out. We've got to reconnect. And when we do that, we can really hear when we need something and take care of it. Mm. And self-care is your number one job when you're self-employed. You've got to take care of your energy because you're the instrument. I mean, the people I work with, I'm working with people who are service-based, mostly solo professionals. Yeah, you're the product. We just got to admit it. <laughs> it's like yeah. your your body, your well-being, your brain, your all that is what you have to take care of. Just like you take care of your car if you're a driver for business, this is the car. <laughs> mm. So you have the superpower as a highly sensitive person. You have the superpower of knowing what you need and when to take a break and stuff. If we will listen, <laughs> yes. that's the trick. But yes, yeah, so we have these great, great, great talents. We just wow. kind of turn them towards good. That's so empowering to hear because like you said, for a lot of HSPs kind of first thinking about it, it's that excitement. It's like, yes, I want the freedom. But then for many of us, it's that instant fear of yeah. like, oh gosh, this is all going to be too much and too hard. And what you're saying is that we already have these superpowers that prime us for self-employment. Yes, there are still steps along the way. Yes, I please, <laughs> you know, yes, please uh, connect with support and all of that. But but that we are wired in a way that enables us to be successful in this, in this realm. That's yes. exciting we news. We are wired with amazing gifts. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wow. Thank you. That was a great summary. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. So the self-care piece, I know for myself and lots of my clients, it's one that, you know, I see people struggling with. It's almost like permission to give yourself the care. And I think for me, I mean, I will speak for me. I think it's more than just me, but like the culture where we live in, especially work culture, I'm in, you know, I was in corporate America for a long time and the work culture of the places I was in was very much about getting work done at all costs. It wasn't about taking care of yourself. Right? No. It was about um, take a vacation. Okay. But work during vacation, you know, sick, yeah. take a sick day if you absolutely have to, but you better be on email, you know, those types of things. So then wow. Transitioning to being your own boss, I know for me, I had to, I went through a lot of stages and finally realized I have to be a good boss to myself. Yes. <laughs> and allow myself what I need because I am my business, just like you were talking about. Yeah. And we have to really think about our definition of success. Is yes. it just a money thing? Is it also 
happy and well. Yes. Yes. And that freedom you talked about, right? We, I mean, how free does it feel if you're constantly like, oh, I have to, I can't, you know, that's not my definition of freedom. Yeah. You have to remember like, what would your ideal boss be and really be it, commit to it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now, as a self-employed person, you would think, well, well, who's going to answer the email (laughs) when I'm on vacation? I do take a vacation. Mm-hmm. But it's true. I will sneak and look at my email too. <laughs> I admit it. But you know what? I don't really have to, to be honest. I've set things up. I've got auto replies for new inquiries. Um, there are ways, you know, and luckily I love my work so much that actually thinking about my work, even when I'm on the beach mm-hmm. is okay <laughs> mm-hmm. because it's like a fun thing. I love it. So it's like, oh, some of the best ideas come on vacation. Well, and that is the another piece of it, right? When you're when we're doing work that really feeds our soul, then it's not this separation of work and yeah. life. It's just like, oh, this is an expression of who I am. Yeah. And so I mean, I love the picture of you being on the beach and then, you know, like getting your best ideas. Like those yeah. happen for me, you know, in my walks in the forest. And it's that yeah. same idea where it's like when we're able to follow what's feeling good, give ourselves what we need, it actually opens those channels for like, what is the next thing I want to do? What is the next way forward? I do think the best ideas come with rest. Mm. And, you know, to be honest, if I really think about the beach, I'm just sitting there looking at the water. <laughs> it's more like when I wake up or when I'm journaling or something that things come because I've rested. Yeah. Gosh. So it's good. I'm telling myself this again because, boy, it's so easy to get caught in looking at your phone one more time. Mm-hmm. I'm, ugh, I'm guilty of looking at that too much. So it's a discipline. It's part of being a good boss of my own brain. Like, wait, yep. take care of this brain. This is critical. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. It's so, it's so good. It's so good. <sighs> so um, the, go ahead. I do want to add to my answer about the um, patterns I see. I just realized yes. um, I see a lot of worries. In fact, I've, um, I've interviewed people about like, what, so what are your worries about self-employment? And there's some consistent patterns. So and there's not just the one about, Oh God, how am I going to get clients? There's, um, you know, there's some that we've talked about. There's energy, you know, what about my energy? What about the energy while I'm transitioning and I still have a day job? How am I going to do that? Yep. There's how am I going to make it work? Am I going to have to work all the time, which we've addressed? There's, um, you know, is this really going to work for me? Is my idea good? I mean, there's so many worries. And um, so I actually, I decided I wanted to help more people and not just, you know, wait till they could do like one-on-one coaching or something. So I came up with a course that addressed all the classic worries. Like, how do you get clients? What do you do with this? What about, you know, the logistics? Do I have to have this certain kind of entity? So I just like, bam, bam, bam. And it's specifically for highly sensitive people and introverts and the kind of questions they have. And what about our kind of energy? And so, yeah, so that was my exciting thing that I, that I completed about a year ago. I worked on it for almost a year off and on. Mm -hmm. 
and put together this course and tried to chunk it down to just get to the good stuff so that people could in with a you know very budget friendly way just get their big questions answered and and have some camaraderie with other people in the course so that's been a big achievement of mine that I'm very excited about that's being able to make something very budget friendly to address these things that get in our way because I don't want this to get in people's way it's, it doesn't need to that's so great and so this is a course that is self-paced is that right it's self-paced mm-hmm. and but there's live calls that people can come to for camaraderie and oh. questions so it's got the best of both like the do it yourself on your time but also yeah. come and connect yeah and every once in a while in fact i'm hoping to do it soon i'll do like a live cohort that's going through it together so that you have like people starting at the same time it kind of helps create a little accountability so fun and so if people want to find out about that how to sign up Mm. for that where to find you we're going to have all the information in the show notes but where if you could put it out there for the people listening where would they where would they go good so my website is valnelson.com v-a-l-n-e-l-s-o-n.com so you can go there valnelson.com slash bridge like because the name of the course is bridge to self-employment beautiful transition to self-employment and it's got all those classic questions and they're addressed and there's interviews of people who have made the transition it's it's got it all it's got my answers got worksheets it's got interviews and the live calls yeah so that's fun so bridge to self-employment yeah cool thank you thank you for offering that for people yeah 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 it's fun it's just i've it's been very rewarding Mm-hmm. One of my goals in my own business all along has been to create online courses. So not only does it feel good to me to have different ways of working with people because I like variety. Yes. So that was important to me. Like I have kind of a teachery background. Mm-hmm. So I like teaching as well as coaching. But I like kind of doing a blend. And um so all along, I've wanted to do the one-on-one. I wanted to do small groups because I'm a big believer in community, like we were talking about, mm-hmm. the power of that connection. And I've wanted to have these courses so that people can, depending on what they like or what their budget is, they have different options. So it's been exciting to me to, to over the last few years, to add in some online courses. So that's felt really good. And it's also made my business more stable, just like they say it should. It worked. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. I have one. The other course I have is called, uh, it's a career clarity course. So for people who are trying to decide what's the right business path for me, mm-hmm. um, what's the right career for me, they can they can go through some steps to figure out what's going to work best for you, for your strengths, your values, your purpose, and all that, your personality and all that. It's so incredible the way that you've taken all this info, taken, you know, the hundreds, maybe thousands of hours that you've worked with HSPs, right? And introverts, you've been able to see these patterns, see the need and using your own empathy, right? You've been able, you've been able to create these courses that really address the needs of people that are asking these questions. I mean, you're just a great example of what we're talking about here. Like you're doing it, you've done it, you're doing it. 
Yeah, I've been doing this for about 14 years, my business, the way it is now. And um, I don't even know how many people. (laughs) It's a lot of people. Yeah. And yeah, so that made making these courses so much easier because I was able to capture those patterns and what are the classic needs and what are they skipping and um, I even address address the fear stuff. You know, it's not just practical. Do this, do this. It's mm-hmm. like, oh wait, what about that internal stuff? That's big stuff. Yes. Um, so that's addressed. And um, yeah, a lot of people think, oh, if they go to a business coach, then it's really just, you know, we're just going to talk business. But no, actually, it's very holistic. What what I do at least. Yeah. Yeah. And so and- the courses are too. People tell me they feel very supported and understood when they're in the course. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me at all. I was in one of your business circles and mm. absolutely felt that way. Um, mm. and, and it is because exactly what you talked about, you address the whole human, right? We are there to talk about business, but we're addressing us in the business <laughs> because that's just the vital yeah. part of it too. Yeah. 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 You're a person. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. We're the business. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Well, as, as we're wrapping up today, is there anything I haven't asked you that you would just really love to make sure people know before we leave today? Hmm. I don't know, man. I feel like we touched on important stuff and I got to mention some of my courses, which which I'm grateful for. And I love the way you ask questions. So it's just such a pleasure. We can put in the show notes too that the other course or both both of those. Those are great ways to get started if you want to connect with me. But I'm, you know, you can also contact me about coaches, coaching or uh, my small group communities. Beautiful. Val, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you so much for coming Thank on. You. Thank you so much. I can't wait to hear the show and be able to share it with folks. Absolutely. And just a reminder for those listening, all all the ways to connect with Val will be in the show notes. Please go check her out at valnesson.com. You will not regret it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That's lovely. It's been a pleasure, Val. Thank you so much. Take care. Thanks for listening to HSP Connection. If you've enjoyed it, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you could rate the podcast and share it with anyone you think might be interested. It helps others find us. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can also leave us a review. To get in touch with us, you can email us at hspconnectionpodcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you with your thoughts and comments on the episodes and any suggestions you have for future topics and guests. We are both HSP coaches and speakers. And to find out more about Robbie, go to Robbie Lee, that's L-E-I-G-H dot com. And to find out more about Philippa, go to safeandsupported.co.uk. See you next time.